Hello, everybody, and welcome to my first ever episode of Sunrise Life, where I am going to share with you some intimate secrets of my life, and I will be bringing guests on this show. First, I would like to just introduce who I am and why I'm doing this show. I am Christy Jessica. That is my real first name and my real middle name. I don't go by my last name on the interwebs for personal reasons. I have been a traveling freelance model for many, many years. I started modeling as a hobby when I was 18, eventually started getting some paying work after about six years of kind of playing around while working as a waitress. And I decided to make the leap to become a full-time freelancer at the age of 24. And I'm 35 now. I'm still a full-time freelancer. I still model frequently, and I run my own Patreon page and OnlyFans page. Yes, I said OnlyFans. Yes, this podcast is a sex worker-friendly podcast, so if you are not into it, then you can just go ahead and tune out. But if you want to adopt the idea that people in the sex industry have thoughts, feelings, and adventures that might be entertaining, then this podcast is totally for you. I decided to call this Sunrise Life because my life often requires being up before sunrise, getting my hair and makeup ready, and then creating at dawn. Sunset does have the same quality of lighting that sunrise does, but there's often people running around at sunset. Sunrise, you have to be early enough to catch that worm and get to that beautiful location before all the other tourists do. So my life used to be a party life where I was the life of the party and all I cared about was whether or not an awesome party was going to happen and that I was going to be remembered for being there. And I had to completely change my identity through becoming sober. That is a topic I will cover more in a future episode, but that's basically what I do for a living and what has kind of marked my identity for the last several years. I have a lot of friends and acquaintances that I have made while doing this career, other freelance models and other photographers, makeup artists, etc. And they also have tons of exciting and interesting stories to share. The reason I'm doing this podcast is mainly to connect with community, to share experiences, to share them with an audience that might not have known about certain types of things that happen within the industry uh, because they can be quite fascinating and quite entertaining. So I am going to bring a few elements that are going to be consistent throughout the show. Whether I have a guest or whether it's just me, we're always going to do this. So I'll start out with uh, one of my most looked forward to events of each episode, the photo shoot fail of the week. I call it of the week because this is going to be a weekly podcast where during the photo shoot fail story I'm going to talk about some 
crazy thing that happened at a photo shoot, whether it was me screwing up and it being totally ridiculous, or the photographer screwing up, or just being weird, or the situation itself being totally crazy. So the first photo shoot that I ever had was pretty messed up. If you haven't heard the story already, uh, since this is my first episode of the Sunrise Life podcast, I feel like it only makes sense to talk about my first photo shoot ever to just kind of get the ball rolling. So when I first turned 18, I was super, super self-conscious of these stretch marks that had appeared on my hips starting at the age of 14. I wanted to be a model. I wanted to express myself. Turning 18 was a big deal for me because my parents were very controlling and religious and I wanted to break free from the sexual shame that had always been bearing down on me my whole young adult life. I wanted to express myself. I wanted a model. I loved the show America's Next Top Model and I studied it. I wanted to do those photo shoots. I wanted to get creative. I wanted to show my body and I didn't know how to go about doing it. All I thought that modeling was at that time was runway and magazines. Mind you, this is 2006, the year that I turned 18 and there was not a lot of people using Facebook yet. There was not a lot of social media influencers like there are today. This was a long time ago. So I had no real reference of what the real world of freelance modeling was, or I did not even know that this was, that freelancing could be a possible option for me. I thought I had to go corporate, agency, whatever. A photographer had contacted me on MySpace way back then because I had posted some cute self-shot photos on my own little digital camera where I put on a timer and I like posed in my pajamas in my bedroom at my parents house and this photographer contacted me and he said oh I like your photos here do you want to try doing a real photo shoot with a real photographer and I was so insecure at that time in my life. I pretty much just gave him every reason I thought that I could not truly be a model. I told him, I want to, but I have these stretch marks. I'm not perfect. I'm only five foot two, by the way. And he told me to send some photos. And I did. And he said, well, let's see what we can do about that when you get here. And he told me he would pay me 50 bucks to do a lingerie bikini style shoot and that he would pay me a hundred bucks if I did a nude photo shoot. It was my first shoot ever. I wasn't sure if I wanted to do nude or not yet. So I just said, I'll sign up for the bikini lingerie. Thank you. And I grabbed some outfits and went over to his place for a photo shoot. And when I got there, he, he had this kind of a cocky aura about him, which looking back now, it's super recognizable, but at the time I was not exposed to manipulators. I was not exposed to predatory behavior of photographers. This guy kept on telling me to go brush my hair. He was like, brush your hair, brush your hair. Oh, by the way, 
the lighting that I have, the way that it flashes and hits you, illuminates you in a certain kind of a way that makes you look hot. This camera, he was showing me the settings on his camera and showing me the histogram, uh, which is basically like telling you how the light is interacting on the frame. He's telling me what the histogram is and how he's looking at it to make sure that he knows that he's making me look hot. And I'm thinking to myself, but I am hot. That's why I'm here, right? Why is he telling me that he needs to try all these things to make me look hot? And now I can look back on that and, and know that he was just trying to cut me down to make me feel insecure because he was setting me up for what he was about to try. So I was super insecure posing for him. He's giving me all these posing instructions and telling me what to do. And he's instructing me while I'm posing in my bra and panties. And he says, now slowly start turning around in a circle while you remove your bra. And I kind of looked at him funny and I was like, but I'm not going to remove my bra, right? Because we're just doing the lingerie and bikini look that I signed up for, right? And this is where this guy started to turn on me. This photographer says, look here, missy. These photos have to be competitive with everything on the internet. And there's a lot on the internet right now. If you're not going to pose nude, we're wasting our time here. And I was definitely triggered. At that time, I didn't know what triggered meant. But looking back, I, I can totally see how triggered I was to obey the man. Because that's what I was trained to do my whole life. So I was belittled into posing nude and then he changed his tone again saying wow you're such a natural you look so much better with your clothes off whereas before he was telling me that he was doing all these extra things to make me look hot and telling me to brush my hair over and over again go back and brush your hair oh you need to brush your hair again kind of like taking down my uh confidence levels now that I was nude, he was super supportive of every move that I made. He was very suave about it, telling me that I'm doing such a good job that I think that I'm, that he said that I think that you are ready for an erotic shoot. What's erotic mean? I replied. You can tell I've told this story a couple times. Let me show you, he says. So he brings me over to his computer and he pulls up some videos of chicks sucking his dick on video. And I didn't think that I had signed up for video at all. And I was telling him, like, hey man, like, I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with this. So he pulls up these different websites of these different chicks and he says, these are other barely legal chicks that you're just as pretty as they are and this girl's making $10,000 a month on this website where she does this erotic content and I wasn't trying to make 10 grand a month doing porn that's not what I was trying to sign up for when I first went to this shoot I thought I was doing a photo shoot with a real photographer which is what he had invited me for and he could tell that I was getting really nervous and he started getting nervous because of how nervous I looked. He said, well, right. basically, he made me sign a non-disclosure agreement, promising that I would never talk about the photo shoot, 
And obviously I've told this story many times, so I kind of lied <laughs> when I signed that. And he had me fill out um, all this paperwork that would allow him to use any of the photos that he had already shot of me so that the feds wouldn't bust him, he said. Which I later learned was the um, age verification documents that are required for uh, erotic content creators or porn actresses. So I signed all that stuff. I signed the NDA. He took pictures of my driver's license and basically ran me off the property after that. I was totally freaked out, but I made it out of there alive, and I made it out of there without being raped, which was a good thing. I could sense that he had other ideas in mind. During the photo shoot, he had also asked me if I wanted to do some cocaine or drink some alcohol, which in the past I would have accepted alcohol, but not in that context. I was too nervous to let somebody give me alcohol and pretty glad that I said no honestly because I did drink a lot with my friends back in that time um, so yeah I made it out that was my first photo shoot ever and a lot of people have told me that they're surprised that I even continued to model at all after that let alone model nude and erotic that is the photo shoot fail story for this podcast episode and I could definitely say a lot of things that I learned from that experience. For a long time, I was very cautious after that. I was worried about posing nude for other photographers. I thought they were all going to try and get me to suck their dicks. I had no concept of what artistic nude was yet. I was so new to the arena of model photography and creativity in the model photography sense that I just thought that modeling was looking beautiful. I've now learned that it's so much more than just looking beautiful, but we'll get into all of that throughout the course of these episodes. For my next bit of this podcast, I would like to highlight a Rising Phoenix experience. Now, the Rising Phoenix experience of the Sunrise Life podcast episodes is going to display a element of my life or perhaps the person who I'm interviewing in future episodes where I do interview people that I am growing from. It's something that I am learning from that is a challenge to overcome or an insecurity to overcome. And I've got so many to delve into throughout the course of this podcast, but right now, the one that's on my mind is my hair. If you've been listening to this episode and you've already been following me on social media, you might have noticed that I recently shaved my head. I shaved my head in solidarity with my beloved mom, who's going through a very aggressive cancer with a chemo treatment that's caused her hair to fall out. I love my mom so, so much, and her long silvery hair was so beautiful that I promised her from the get-go, like, if you have to shave your head, I'm going to do it with you. And gosh dang it, I did. And my sister and my stepbrother did it too with me. There's a great video on YouTube of it if you're curious. But anyway, I've always, always had long brown hair. My natural hair 
has always been kind of thin and breaks off at the ends. I'm not sure if that's a health issue for me or if it's just because my hair holds the energy from my entire life. I have heard that hair holds your energy and your history and it has certain DNA that's linked to your past. Perhaps that's why it was so thin and breaking off. Some people might not know that for most of the photo shoots that I've done ever since 2015, I have been wearing hair extensions. I use a hair halo because they don't damage your real hair. It kind of just is a hairband that you brush your real hair over that has hair hanging off of it. So it makes my hair super long and mermaidy, and it goes down to my butt and they're great and versatile and I, I was obsessed with them. I loved my hair halos. But my hair had been an insecurity already. I was already insecure about my thin, wafy, frail, breaking off hair. I could not do a photo shoot with my real hair without seeing the gaps in between the hairs that were hanging down. It just did not look like full, happy, healthy hair. It looked like wafy, strung out hair. And I was insecure about that. Partly in shaving it off, I'm hoping that when it does grow back, to length again that it will be strong and healthy but I'm not going to be upset if it's not. I'm having a little bit of a micro identity crisis about it because I've always had, even before modeling, I've just always had long brown hair and I've considered myself a long-haired brunette petite babe. Now I've just purchased all of these amazing lace front wigs of different colors, different lengths, some with bangs, some without bangs. I've got the the wig caps, the wig bands, the wig glue, and all this stuff to make them look good. And I'm wondering to myself, do I want to wear wigs because I'm ashamed of my shaved head? No, I actually do think that the shaved look is pretty cool. But I'm not going to be a petite, long-haired brunette for a long time. I'm going to be a buzz-cutted babe. The unique opportunities that are presented to me for the creativity that I have started to delve into with my new look is exciting. However, there is still a past of me that I feel these certain feelings for. I have all of these portfolio images and even tons and tons and tons of images that I haven't shared yet, tons of videos that I haven't shared yet that I already created with my long hair. And I'm feeling like, oh, if I post this content that I haven't even yet posted yet, are people going to think that I'm just posting my long-haired content because they think that I don't want to post content of me with my buzz cut? Which is, that's not true. I just haven't even had the time to make content in the last week and a half that I've had a shaved head. I've been moving my RV. But um, I do have a preoccupation with what other people think about what I'm doing in my day-to-day life. And this is a rising phoenix opportunity for me to really like grab the reins on what it means to be an erotic creator with a complete look change. Not that the hair was my entire look, but hair is a major marking feature of how a person looks. When you somebody asks me, hey, can you describe what that person looked like? The color and length of their hair is definitely one of the very first things that I think of. So 
for me, having cut that all off, it is freeing, but it's also a little bit confusing. I'm like, oh, who am I? Am I going to be the straight-haired, long blonde today? Excuse me, long blonde today? Or am I going to be the short black bob cut today? Or am I going to just rock the buzz cut? So it, it is something that I am working on, and my plan to overcome it will be happening through the course of photo shoots. Interestingly, a lot of my insecurities in life have been tackled through modeling. I mentioned earlier I was insecure about my stretch marks, I was insecure about my height. Modeling helped me overcome those insecurities, which I suppose is part of the reason why my identity as a model, rather than as a sister, as an RVer, as a traveler, as a girlfriend, the model part of my identity has taken up much of my personality. I feel that I identify very much with what I do for a living, partly because I may be a workaholic, even though I, I hate this term. I hate referring to modeling as working, though that is what it is. I used to be an alcoholic, and now I'm a workaholic. So this hair experience is something that I... I'll touch base on in future episodes, and I'll definitely be posting more and more images on social media as I create them. I'll be rocking the buzz cut, and I'll be rocking all these other interesting wig styles. Um, new looks, new opportunities, new creativity. I'm looking forward to it. This creativity in my creative life is the way that I will be tackling my, my insecure moments. So this is the completion of my first ever episode of Sunrise Life. I know that it's a bit of a shorter episode. I'm not going to lie. I am a little bit nervous because it's my, my first time recording an episode here. But please um, shoot me a message with any questions or if you want me to cover any particular topics. I am super open to that. Thank you so much for listening. I do have a little webpage for every episode that's going to come out. So if you check the show notes, be sure to look at images and read some text if, if you're curious to get, dive deeper into these topics. All right, signing out now. Thank you so much.